listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. And in this episode, we're trying something a little different. Uh, If you're listening to us on iTunes, then it'll be the same as always. But if you're watching us on YouTube, then you'll actually be able to see us, hopefully, if this works. (laughs) What a treat for them all. I know, I know. And it's kind of a special occasion because um, in this episode, we're going to be mainly talking about our Denver trip to Craftsy, which we got back on Friday. So a week, Mm -hmm. this is coming out on Friday, and it was a week earlier that we landed back in the UK. So um, we wanted to take the opportunity on the podcast, nice relaxed atmosphere to talk about our trip. So um, we've got some questions as well to go through. But should we start off with Denver? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So Magical Denver. It was magical. We, uh, it was intense. We, let's start from the beginning. We left on the Saturday uh, in the UK and we arrived about 5.30 um, Denver time. And uh, we were there for five days. We left on Thursday night and arrived back on Friday. Um, So you had five days. So we had a little bit of time, didn't we, either side of the filming to uh, actually enjoy ourselves a little bit, didn't we? Mm. Well, the first day was great because we just really chilled out, didn't we, after our um, flight. And, of course, the, the time difference, seven hours behind us. Um, but you know, we did very well. I, I was, uh, really surprised. We had lots of warnings before we went, you know, we drink plenty of water, you know, the alpine can, uh, air can get to you and don't drink any alcohol, all these, all these questions. And, uh, we, we followed the rules and it worked out really well, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No problems at all dealing with the uh, altitude or anything like that, which was fortunate, but we still had a nice day to relax and um, we visited uh, some sites, didn't we? We got to see Union Station. Yep. Big I'm fan a train of buff, yeah. folks, if you didn't already know it. And uh, I was dying to get onto Union Station. I'd heard about it, you know, and, and I thought, right, got to see the old American trains. Bit much the same as ours, really. But, <laughs> <laughs> not a lot to see, but it was still very thrilling. Just a bit was, bigger, uh, weren't they? They were a little bit bigger, yes, and the Union Station was lovely. Uh, really, really nice in there, you know. That did knock us for six, mm. you know, our stations. Mm. But anyway, uh, enough of that. But, uh, yes, a lovely time. We had a, And, of course, the weather was gorgeous, wasn't it? It was really lovely, really lovely and hot. It was nice, nice change. Yeah. Um, so that was the day off on Sunday, and then we started with the rehearsal on Monday, didn't we? You have one rehearsal mm. day with Craftsy. Well, we had one rehearsal day with Craftsy, um, where you were able to get used to the set and everything like that. So do you, mm-hmm. what, what was that like for you? It was a bit nerve-wracking, I know, because we weren't quite yeah. sure what we were going to be expecting. No. Well, they did warn us. They did tell us you know, the, the schedule, but... Um, it was a bit nerve-wracking. I mean, you can understand it. I'd, I'd never done any filming like that before. I'd done DVDs and other things, but this was a little bit more um, precise and a little bit more upmarket, if I should say so. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was very professional, and you got the feeling straight away that that's how it was going to be. 
and uh, we had to we had to finish in the the, the two pre the two uh, days that we had the th- uh, Tuesday and the Wednesday we had to we had to finish there was no way of you know couldn't extend it that was it mm. so I knew that there was a, a little bit of a pressure and of course I had also the pressure of the teleprompter which fortunately folks I'd given uh, uh, Steve sorted me out a few weeks beforehand a couple of weeks beforehand with the uh, one from my iPod so I was able to practice a bit and I was jolly glad I did because mm. that that was that was that would have been uh, a very difficult, I think, to have actually. I wouldn't have had a lot of practice on the Monday and going straight in on Tuesday, Wednesday without the practice I'd had previously at home. I, it would have been tough, but I got on very well. In fact, it became my friend, didn't it? Yes. I had my picture. Ta- I had my picture taken with it as well. I called her Doris. <laughs> uh, they put up a picture of, of Doris Day to to have a friendly face to speak to didn't they yeah but well um stephanie the director asked me who my favorite uh, film star was and i said well you know uh, doris day and she's always as always and still around just about and uh, she was uh, always my favorite and i loved her so she put a picture of doris up on the teleprompter to remind me so i called the teleprompter doris <laughs> So what was that? It was a bit nerve-wracking, but you did really well on that first day. I mean, there was no, like, cameras rolling as such, but it was pretty... No. It was a pretty sort of uh, intense day, nevertheless. Mm. It was, yeah. Getting used to everything. Oh, absolutely. And also, of course, the studio can be put you you off too, you know, with all the cameras and the the mics and and the... um, went behind the scenes that you don't see or never will see folks all the editing and so on oh it was so um technical mm. and, uh, it does does you know in it whilst i was intrigued by it it did put the fear a little bit of fear into me mm. thinking god i've got to get this right you know uh, and but the people were lovely that helped didn't it steve you know, it, it, was, it really did the, it really did yeah, every Everyone in Denver in general was lovely, but certainly um, in, on, in Craftsy, you, you, they're just absolutely wonderful people. You know, they're mm. so professional, but so kind and uh, so friendly. It was really like we'd made friends when we were there. Um, mm. Mm. You know, you really get, get close to those people in just a few days. So, mm. yeah, Craftsy. Underlying, really underlying it all, though, Steve, and I'm sure you felt the same way, underlying it was that professionalism. You know, mm. we're we're very accommodating and we'll do everything we can to help you, but you've got to deliver the goods. I got that feeling and I thought, mm, okay. But it inspired me to do it and I, I hope that I did. We'll find out, folks, later <laughs> on, when it comes out. Yeah. It, so we had the, then we had the two days after that recording and filming. Was there a bit of, I mean, obviously nerves from day one, but... What was it like that first um, when the f- cameras first started rolling? Um, not too bad. I, I didn't fit because I was in familiar territory, wasn't I? I mean, pastel pencils, I've been doing them for 30 years, and I didn't feel nervous while I was doing the uh, actual drawing itself. I felt the pressure on having to keep looking up, keeping stopping. You know, say it again, uh, look up, do this. These The instructions were putting me off because when I do my own, as people know here, I just sail along merrily, <laughs> switch the machine on and switch it off. Very relaxed. 
And I hoped that I was still relaxed when I was doing the artwork because that's the most important thing of all, that they actually see how it's done. Mm. Uh, that was the probably the thing that I found most, the, the disjointedness of it all, keeping having to stop and say it again and say it this way and that way. I mean, after the first day of getting used to that, you stepped in because you were with us all the time. I don't know whether people realize that, yeah, but you yeah. were. You were Stephanie's right-hand man. And you, you said to me, would you like, instead of trying to remember, you know, what I was supposed to say, which in, at my age is not easy, you said, would you like it on the teleprompter? I said, oh, please. So um, it, from then onwards, it was all typed out and I read it. Mm. I hope it doesn't look as though I read it, but that's I, I did read it, which was much easier for me. I found that much easier. It's more like because this this course is the first pasta pencil course that's going to be on Craftsy. Um, there's a lot to cover, and I think that's initially that's mm. where it, it threw threw off slightly because it's like going back to step one, back to basics, kind of in some in some instances, um, explaining the pencils. So I'm not surprised there is a lot of information. You think of of all our members. If if you look back at when you first started. Um, how much there was to learn about what this medium is. You had to convey that all and remember it. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, having mm. it having it typed out and, and able to... I mean, you, the good thing is you, it's not something you're not familiar with, like you said. It's not like you're reading Shakespeare off a teleprompter. It's like you're reading what you already know. It's just reminding you as you're reading it. And, and, um, and mm. yeah, I think that that was no problem. Um, it sounded really great and natural, and uh, it's a it's a great skill to be able to read a teleprompter anyway. Mm. Um, mm. And it does I, add something to the class. Oh, it does. It does. It, it makes it more professional, doesn't it? I mm. mean, I I was telling a friend of mine this morning when we were we were having a chat. I was talking to him about it, and I said, really, if you look at all the news readers in certainly in the UK, and I'm sure it's the same around the world, they're all using teleprompters, but they don't look as though they are. Everything is so natural. I said, but they're, they're all using it. A, a, news, a newsreader couldn't remember all the things they said. No, of they? course not. Of it course has not. to be up. Um, but so, so I didn't feel that bad. And uh, it's always from my side of the fence, when I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, oh, my God, have I done that right? Have I said that right? Uh, you know, have I put the pencil, pencil in the right place? And all of these fears that go through your mind when you're the other side, this side. But the other side of the fence, then it probably comes out really well. And you, you, you can't appreciate that until you actually see it. Mm. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But, but it was lovely. I, I, I did really enjoy it. I've got to tell you, in the end, we did discuss this, didn't we, at the, at the end of the course. And so would I do it again? Well, my first reaction was probably not. However, since coming home and reliving all of those moments... If it worked out for us, then I probably would do it again. Mm. If, if, you know, the circumstances, I mean, it's got to be financially viable for them and us. And they've got to like it and the people have got to respond. So many factors involved. Mm. But if all those come together and uh, you and I decide that, yes, this was a viable venture, then I probably would do it again. Yeah. Mm. So we had two days of, like we said, two days on set filming uh, two subjects that are going to be uh, involved in the class. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's coming out in the near future, really. It's, it's, it's in Crafty's hands now. So 
Um, we'll mm. keep you all posted and let you know how it's going and uh, anything we get we'll tell you about um and it's it's the exciting really exciting part now is to see like you said how it how it comes out and um yeah we can't mm. wait to mm. share it all mm. with you um so mm. it's gonna it's gonna be really great and it's gonna be a whole different level of um quality um you know if you like our classes already then this one should really blow your socks off <laughs> so on the last day we were obviously not flying until the evening so we had a, a day to go and explore and this is uh this was the all the, everything was done wasn't it so we could really relax and enjoy ourselves oh, i and, felt uh, really good that day tell everyone where we went on that thursday well, we were very lucky, very fortunate in getting uh, a young lady who um, had given her, t- well, she didn't give her time. We actually paid her. She was a taxi driver. What do you call it, Stephen? Again? Uber what driver. The, uh, Uber driver. I can't remember the name. Anyway, she, she went off the book, which was good, uh, good of her. And uh, we had her from half past nine to half past two. And she ended up being our guide so it was wonderful and she was a lovely lady and we got on really well and she drove us to uh, buffalo bills museum which is on lookout mountain uh, in colorado and the view from there was spectacular i well steve and i both were gobsmacked i mean we were already a mile high at denver well we'd gone another half a mile hadn't we up or at least a half a mile up so uh, we were just beginning to touch get a little breathless by then because we were way up high <laughs> but uh breathless in another way when we looked at the view because yeah. it was stunning well worth a visit and we loved it didn't we and then we then after the uh museum trip we went down the, the, into golden because buffalo bills museum is actually in golden or in the uh, district of golden uh, but you have to go down the mountain to mm. get to Golden, and that's a lovely place too, isn't it? Mm. And we had a had lunch there. It's a fantastic day, and I w- I'll never forget it. Mm. It was wonderful. Mm. So it it topped our trip to Denver, didn't it, Steve? It did. It did. And then uh, but icing on the cake. It did. It really did. It was. Icing. It was fantastic, and it, it just yeah capped capped the journey brilliantly. Um, and now we've come back. And it's time to look forward to not only the class coming out, but also our own things. So let's move on to what things we've been doing since then. Um, we are, uh, we've just released a Victorian lady on the bridge um, mm-hmm. picture um, that you've just, uh, well, you did a little while ago. We just released that. It's a lovely sort of landscape with a figure in, and it's a, a massive test to, uh, for, for your foliage mm. skills because <laughs> uh you listed it as a masterclass picture because of the foliage well, wasn't it absolutely well i tell you what the main reason was it was a weeping willow i don't know any anybody's had a go at weeping willow i've had a couple of uh, cracks at it with uh, in the classes but this was i wanted to really crack it this time and i did mm. i really got to grips with it but it's really really hard and that's what tipped it over to the masterclass. When people try it, see, they're going to find out. But give it a try, folks, because it's, it's a technique which is unique. It's not often I do trees and I name them. You know, a tree's a tree's a tree's a tree. A tree's a tree. 
but this one isn't. This is a weeping willow, and it's got to look like a weeping willow because I told them it was one. Anyway, it turned out really well. And you've made a, a, a clip of that. Um, I think it's coming out on YouTube as well, just the, the tree. Mm. Because I was so impressed. I was so impressed with myself when I saw it back. I thought, gosh, this is, this is pretty good, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, but it is really good. And, and to actually get the techniques right. And I, can, I can't think of another medium that you'd be able to do it with, Steve. Mm. You know, I think you couldn't do it with watercolors. And you would, couldn't get that kind of effect. With oil, possibly. Acrylic, mm. I think pastel pencils really, really prove their worth in this case. And, of course, you've got the, the on the right-hand side, you've got another weeping willow, which is close up, even worse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that came up very well. So not only have you got a load of foliage and, and lovely pretty little flowers and things in there, uh, but you've got a, a, a lot of foliage. I don't know anybody, and I'm sure most of you have seen Monet's The Bridge. I can't remember. It's, it's the, you know the one I'm talking about, where you've got the water lilies and so on. Well, uh, Paul came up with a, a suggestion that I possibly had that in my mind. Actually, I didn't when I first did it. It was something I'd seen the bridge and I saw the foliage altogether different because, and the, and the lady wasn't there either, so I've, I put her in. So I kind of concocted the picture because I wanted to, I wanted a bridge first of all over water. That started the ball rolling, and it wasn't really until afterwards that it dawned on me that it, it was not a million miles away from the idea that Monet had. Mm. Yeah, it's it is a stunning, stunning piece. We've had really lovely comments on it, and I know people are already trying it. So. Um, we look mm. forward to seeing them, and it, yeah, you're going to learn a whole whole load of new techniques there, uh, mm. a load of skills from that picture. I built them up to it, haven't I? You know, really have. narrow, yeah. narrow, narrow barges and um, uh, Scotney Castle. I've, I've been building them towards it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so let's crack on with some questions because um, I'm itching to get some of these read out. The first one comes from Suzanne and Suzanne says, hello, Colin and Steve. I have painted many of your pastel courses and I'm very pleased with how they have turned out. There is still, of course, a lot of room for improvement. I belong to our art society and we have been asked to enter a local exhibition. Can I enter my work in that exhibition? If so, should I attribute it to you? If so, please tell me the wording I should use. Thank you for your help, Suzanne. Well, as you all know, I allow you to use your pictures done from my paintings attributed to yourself. You don't have to put my name on it. You don't have to do anything. You just say they're your pictures. The only thing we do like is that if somebody asks you, gosh, who taught you or, you know, where do you get that from? Then tell them that, you know, you uh, are a member of Colin Bradley Art and uh, they've helped you along. So, God, put the word in for us. But Otherwise, use your own words. We don't mind. That's the one thing that people find very difficult to understand, that we do do this. But, you know, hey, why not? Hmm. So, so that's it. Basically, don't worry about it. Put it in as your work. Sign it in your work. Excellent. Fantastic. Uh, the next one is from Carol. Um, I've learned a lot from you. This is more of a, a statement that we wanted to include. I've mm -hmm. learned a lot from you that I didn't learn from college can you believe it i have three degrees in art related fields 
Um, that's 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 all she said. <laughs> it's just well, she said it all really, doesn't she? I wanted to Gosh, mention that I mean, because it was pretty. That's a, that's a real testament to you, Dad. Well, it is, and and I'm flattered. I've, I've got to say that. However, I'm flattered, but not really surprised. I've seen, I've had this many, many times before, where people have said, "Do you know? I went all through art school, and I've learned more from you than I did there." The thing is, what we do is go straight to the point. Do this portrait. Do this landscape. Do this animal. This is the way it's done. Give it a go. Does it work? Yes, it does. Great. Mm. Finished. We don't go into all the colour tones. We don't go into all the mediums. We don't go into the drawings. We don't do any of that. We go straight to the point. Because what I've always felt, and I still feel, that people look at this as a leisure industry. We don't necessarily go out to produce professional artists. We don't go out. But we do. Uh, because we've got quite a few of our members and past members who are now drawing and painting uh, on a professional level. Mm. That's a compliment to me, but I didn't go out for that. What I went out for is the leisure industry to actually bring people like most of you folks out there to go in and uh, enjoy yourself. As I did when I first started, I didn't go all through that. I didn't go through art school. I didn't go through art college. I just picked up the pencil. No, in that case, it was watercolor, and just did it. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't learn any from any books or anything. I just did it. I did my own thing. That's what I encourage you to do. What mm-hmm. we do is give you the tools, really, to go out and do it. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, Steve. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. It's a different approach. Um, and, you know, it's not knocking uh, the, the experience of art college at all. Absolutely like, not. If, it's, if it's for you, it's for you. It's brilliant. Um, and obviously, you know, no regrets, Carol, for having done all that. It's, you know, you've learned a lot there. But it's just interesting how much you can learn also by um, just doing it, you know, mm. the, the approach that we take. I would say, though, that, Carol, you probably have learned more than you think you have. Mm. by going through those degrees you might find as time goes on and you get um, you know more proficient at what you do little things that you've learned will creep in think oh i learned that yes that's it you know now i can apply it so you may have in the end you might not wasted those degrees they may actually come in useful mm. great thanks carol for for the comment the next one is from greg hello Stephen. on the web page a4 is the paper size that colin uses for artwork that is done for sale, is that the size that is used as well? If not, what size is used most often? Thanks, Greg. I thought we could include this because using some of your past experience of when you used to sell your work more regularly, um, well, A4 is the size? I've always liked A4. The reason I like it is because if you have uh, an A4 picture and you mount it, double mount it perhaps, and you frame it up, it actually comes out to a reasonable size picture. And it's a picture that people can put everywhere. Now, I have done big pictures, really big pictures. Mm. And if I wanted to move one of my big pictures, I'd find it difficult because it it will only go in one or two places in my (laughs) home. Whereas if you've got an A4 picture that's mounted up and framed, that will go virtually everywhere you know 16 by 12 is an average i think uh framed picture and it will go everywhere so an a4 and the other reason i do it is because in with pastel pencil work 
being a pencil, it doesn't really lend itself to large, great big areas. Whereas if you were going to do them, you'd probably do it in soft pastel like that. Mm. Um, so that's the reason I tend to stick to A4. When I'm working, and you see me working on all the pictures, they're generally smaller than that. Mm. Uh, but that's that's my choice because of the videoing side. Yeah. Uh, if I have great big area to cover, it takes longer to cover it. Where if I have a smaller area and I can get the same detail in, it's quicker to do it. So there, there are reasons why I do it. But generally speaking... Um, I mean, the lady on the bridge, I think, came out as an A4, but it actually is a bit smaller than that. It's about 10% smaller than that in mm. real life. So I tend to do that. I tend to give you A4. Okay. That's a great question then, Greg. Thanks for sending that. Now, it leads mm. us on to the next one from Shirley. Um, Colin teaches us to tape off an inch on each side of the paper, but I can't find where he says why i've been doing it now but i've had some commissions that i need to tell why i'm doing that can you please explain the importance of that yes i can i wouldn't use an inch though i half think the, i think it was a yeah it was it's actually yeah, about half a centimeter a, or a centimeter. half a centimeter to a centimeter it does depend it, and really i just use it but it's the tape uh, that uh, you have to tape it down or i always choose to tape it down right mm. um so uh, a centimetre or a half a centimetre or three quarters. It doesn't matter. It, it, something like that is worth it. But there's another very good point to it. Because in, if you were to um, do your picture right up to the edge of the tape or right up to the edge of that uh, half a centimetre all the way around and you wanted to frame that, if you, tried, if you took it into a framer, they would want extra because they can't frame it right onto the edge. Hmm. So always a good idea to have a little bit of extra. Uh, a half a centimetre, no, is a bit small, really. I would say a centimetre is an ideal, uh, is ideal for a framer to put your picture behind. Hmm. It could be that you, you and him between you may suggest a little bit, you know, come into, into the picture a little bit. Hmm. Um, well, that's fine. You, you've got extra. But that's the reason I do it. You, you have to have a board around it. Mm. I did with all my watercolour work that I did for the same reason. Mm. Well, with the, uh, the Giclée prints that we, we sell now, um, we've got another one coming out, actually, which is the Koala Bears going to be on sale soon. Oh. Um, the, uh, the, the gallery that we're getting those done with, a good friend of mine um, mentions, you know, would you like, you know, it would be easier for mm. framers when we're doing the prints to include right. that, that gap around the edge so that if you know, you want to take that and get that framed, um, then you can do that and there'll be no problems. Because him, him being a framer as well himself, he knows, and you as well, know the importance right. of that. Absolutely. Great. Thanks, Good Shirley. Question, yeah, it was a great question. And um, that brings us to the end of the questions then for, for this time. And um, I think we'll, we'll call it a day there on this video podcast. If you've enjoyed it and you're watching us on YouTube, then please hit the thumbs up button and subscribe if you're not already a subscriber. And let us know in the comments what you thought. We may do this again. Depends, I suppose, on how well it's received, <laughs> whether you'd prefer just hearing us. Um, <laughs> they may do. I mean, our faces could be put off. But That's hey, it. Never mind. They'll just have to listen through iTunes, won't they? won't see us. They though. will. They will. And, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll be um, back soon. Um, we've got a feedback show to do now, um, which is the Wednesday before this goes up. 
and um yeah so if you want to find out any more information on anything that um that we've got on courses or materials then just go to colinbradleyart.com and all the information is there so there we go okay we'll leave it there then this week so thanks everyone for tuning in thanks everyone for watching or listening however you're you have consumed us this week and uh, that's it i'm stephen bradley and i'm colin bradley enjoy, enjoy your week, week. You've been listening to Colin Bradley Artcast. Learn to draw and paint online at your own pace in your own home. For free courses and more information, visit colinbradleyart.co.uk. 